0: All right, let's do this show. Getting my coffee. Where's my sign? Here's my sign. All right. Got everything? I think so. i the tablet. Okay. And here we go. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Monday, May 20th, 2019 My name's Jeremy and this right here is my first cup of coffee Mm. This is the uh, this is the shush mug Shush, almost, now you may speak I wish this would work on the cat She was very vocal this morning I did not enjoy it a Little annoying. You know, I don't have the overhead light on in this room It's a little dark, I'm gonna turn it on, hold on There we go, I'm not a big fan of overhead lights but We kind of need them for this show So, uh, hi, hope everybody's having Had a good weekend, I had a good weekend, I was in Maine All weekend got there Friday night dealt with the the car stuff I think on Friday morning I mentioned that ended up with a flat but the dealership was great they helped me out right away so shout out to Walker Volkswagen Mazda in Berlin Vermont unfortunately I missed superfoot training because of it but Made it to Maine. Hung out with the team Friday night. Saturday joined the team at Koshi Brent Cresci's tournament in Gardner, Maine. Kyoshi's been on the show. You can check that episode out. Actually it's a really powerful episode. Uh, and then drove a few hours to a different place in Maine. Maine's huge. If you've never really looked at a map and compared Maine to many other states that we consider to be small states is big. It's not Texas big but is big. And so hung out with my karate teachers Saturday night And then Sunday bunch of former I guess now returned Black belts joined us and we all trained for like three hours It was awesome uh, I got the crud beat out of me <laughs> It was good times Then uh, I drove home Through one of the worst wet rainstorms of my life It was nuts So that was my weekend What's going on today? I'm not sure. I know I have some appointments Phone meetings I think mostly. I'm gonna try and catch up Clean the house because I wasn't here this weekend to do that Uh, Yeah Cat's gonna be annoying. I can tell she's just gonna follow me around all day New episode of Martial Arts Radio. Now, hold on Today is 398 next Monday Memorial Day will be 400. Uh, I have figured out what we're going to do we're gonna do a live Q&A a a big live Q&A on Facebook Um, I had considered taking that elsewhere getting some other people involved but the closer we get to me asking people to make a commitment to anything the fewer people are in attendance And the last couple years I put a bunch of time and effort into creating an event that ended up honestly it would have been almost exactly the same to have done something like this so that's what we're gonna do we're just gonna do it on Facebook as a different platform I will save the video and upload it to YouTube however so uh, I believe I have scheduled to create a Facebook event and work out the logistics. And so you can you can find that. Now today's episode 398 is with Sensei Jimmy Pedro. If you know anything about Judo, you probably have heard his name. He is I don't think you can have a conversation about American Judo without talking about Jimmy Pedro. At least his family. It was a great interview. He's a good guy. Um, and if you really know him well, I'm not gonna ruin the surprise, but he's working on getting me to uh, at least one, maybe two big names that you, you've you definitely heard of one of them you've probably heard of the other one, so we'll just leave it like that but you should check out that episode, it's right here on YouTube or you can find it whistlecakemartialwatchradio.com alright alright can you hear the rain? It's pretty intense. I'm glad I don't have any seedlings in the ground right now because they'd be getting pounded. I'm hoping to do that on Saturday. Get some stuff in the ground. We'll see. All right. Tablet. Let's talk about what's happening. What questions did we have? We have three questions coming in. All right. first question. All right and I'm going to summarize these first couple because they they are, they are long. Um, Witnessed a protest last week, that got out of hand, 10 people arrested I have a saying that I've shared with my son, you do the crime, you do the time I explain the difference between a crime and defending yourself how do you feel about that difference? Well I don't think he. I don't think it is ever well. First off, there is a difference between what is right and wrong, and what is the law. At times, we attempt to keep those things the same in modern society, but they're not always the same. Uh, unfortunately, they should be. In fact, if it was up to me, all laws would be so common sense that no one would have to research them you would know, of course I can do that, of course I can't do that that would be obvious so when we, when we talk about defending yourself versus being a criminal it all has to do with safety, preservation of life if someone attacks me, I defend myself and then I continue to defend myself in an excessive way, that's wrong just be... just because someone throws the first punch doesn't give you full license hmm, my brain's not awake yet. Uh, it doesn't give you complete permission to just do whatever you want in retaliation, there's a line and the line is am I able to guarantee Maybe, not, maybe guarantee is too strong. Do I have a reasonable assumption for my own safety at this moment? Once you get back to that point, everything else is excessive. And that's why most good self-defense people talk about defending yourself and then running away. Because that's the only way you can really be sure. You do what you've got to do and then you get out. Alright, next question. Uh, the second question goes on and it's a bit of a story from, it's from the same question Esker uh, about her son in school who frequently would stand up to bullies especially on the behalf of others which I think is awesome most people won't do that even adults uh And then she talks about a situation at the neighborhood pool where the bully stood up to someone who was bigger and older. And she's curious, why when there were adults around, does it take a kid to stand up to someone? Well, first off, I want to, you know, I I know this person, so I want to, I want to credit you and your husband for the way that you have raised your son because most parents do not do that most parents will say no you you go get an adult you you stay safe you know they give them the what they feel is the less risky method of dealing with the situation the problem is if everyone does that nothing is done no one is better and really what it takes to keep someone from being a bully is knowing that anybody at any time could check them and might not go well. We've gotten to this point in society where, at least in in American society, where no one wants to step in. And we heard that on a Thursday episode of Martial Arts Radio a few weeks ago. I replayed an episode of Sensei Ando's Fight for a Happy Life podcast. He came on, talked to me. And he talked about a situation where he was involved in a low threat altercation. And... A bunch of people... I think he said like 15 people were watching. Nobody stepped in to help. Nobody stepped in to ask if he needed help. Nobody did anything but observe quietly from afar. And that's where we are. People don't want to get involved. They don't want to take any risk for themselves. And the irony is... That creates more risk for everyone. If If more people stepped up... This wouldn't be an issue. If we had zero tolerance... If we didn't have zero tolerance crap in school we wouldn't have this, this many issues. The idea that someone can be punished for defending themselves is so ludicrous to me. So why, why did it take your son to step up? Because he was the best person. If you, if you look at violence or bullying or just the, when someone treats someone negatively. There's, there's this, this kind of relationship there. I don't think it's an inverse relationship. I haven't thought about that. I'm just thinking of this now. This is the way I'm, I think I'm going to articulate this. It takes a very perceptive, aware, very good person to step in on a very minor thing then as the situation gets a little escalates a bit you're more likely to see someone step in actually it's probably a bell curve if, if, if across here if this is the severity of the situation and this is the likelihood someone will step in I think it's going to go Unlikely likely and then as it gets more severe people are not gonna step in they're gonna hide So over here you've got you know professionals like police officers and over here You've got almost no one and in here you've got everyone He saw a situation that needed to be dealt with and he dealt with it And that's what we should do We should all step in We should all recognize that not checking that bully at 12 turns into that bully beating people at 15 and going further as an adult it's in everyone's best interest that we collectively stop this behavior and the idea that we need to call an authority figure to tell someone they're doing something wrong is silly In most situations, what are you risking? You're risking someone saying no or yelling at you So what? I don't step in often because I'm not in situations often But I have no problem stepping in I don't like confrontation But if I feel confrontation is warranted, I will jump over that line with both feet Because I don't want someone else to get hurt. I don't want someone else to... Lose out on something or... or I don't want anyone to have anything negative happen to them when I had the opportunity to stop it. To do something about it. To mitigate it. I think we all have that responsibility as part of society. Most of us still step up and do it. All right third and final question for the day come on talent alright it has been said that silence is golden do you think that's true and if so how does that relate to one's journey through the martial arts well I like silence that's why I live alone nice and quiet except for the cat I think there are a couple things we can look at when we talk about silence with relation to martial arts First off, you don't have to be in a big loud class to train In fact, sometimes training on your own in a quiet place Can be really helpful To understanding how things feel, how things are going To practice your forms or, or Yeah We'll just leave it with the example of that. To practice your forms in a quiet space to hear the sound of your own breathing your own movement gives you the opportunity to feel more of what's going on. I think that's pretty good stuff. The other way we can look at this when we talk about silence it can often be very noisy. There's a lot of background noise. There are a lot of people Vying for your attention. A lot of people trying to correct you People trying to Talk over you. Martial arts classes can be loud and distracting So getting better at tuning that out Almost in a meditative way can be really beneficial To be so focused on your movements, on what you're doing, on how you're progressing In that moment It's powerful. It's a skill you can take out of your training and into life in general And one that we should If you want to ask me a question, best place is below, right here, on this episode. Of course, if you listen later, you can email me Jeremy at WhistleKick.com. Put in the subject "Question for First Cup" or something that makes it obvious, so I can sort things out. I get a lot of email. Oh, let's see, what else? Um, don't forget to check out that episode 398 with Jimmy Pedro. Sensei Jimmy Pedro. You can find it here on YouTube or in the podcast feed our podcasts are everywhere, look for them if you watch the show most of the time but you don't subscribe to the podcast feed, please do it helps our numbers and make sure that you can catch every episode because we do this show five days a week Monday through Friday, every weekday it's the same thing, three different ways right here on YouTube at 6.30am Eastern now for your homework oh, don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications So you can make sure you catch the show live Your homework today Find five minutes Where you can be quiet Where you can be ideally in silence Now maybe that's sitting in your car Most of us when we drive to work Sitting in our car is The most quiet we're going to get And if You're going to get to work right on time And you don't have five minutes then Take five minutes before you drive home In fact, I've talked to a lot of people who actively use that time between work and getting home to transition so they can make sure that they're the best they can be for their children, for their spouse, you know, whoever they have at home as their family. And learning how to develop that skill of that that transition, the ability to leave things behind is pretty valuable and one that we could all benefit from. If you spend a lot of time in the car like me You probably spend a lot of time listening to music and podcasts and audiobooks. Don't be afraid to turn all those off for a few minutes Driving can be very meditative Don't fall asleep please Good morning Stacey There's some value there So Send me your questions Find your quiet time today Enjoy your Monday